Thank you, Lord. We've been talking about prayer. We're going to keep talking about prayer. Thank you, Lord. You know, a few months ago when Mrs. Moore said stop and get the spirit of this, and, and you know, sometimes when you don't stop, you don't see what you're missing. When you don't stop, and again, you know, I'll, I'll take this back to listening to your leaders. First of all, if your leaders tell you something, you take, need to take heed to it because it's going to be good for you, first of all. Whether it's something you thought you wanted to change or didn't want to change, you know, and uh, or didn't want to do or thought you didn't want to do, you really did want to do. Amen. Uh, but but when I get when I did what I was told, first of all, but when I began researching it and looking and seeking God, um, what I found was I wasn't very satisfied i was going to say i wasn't completely satisfied i wasn't very satisfied with my prayer life amen not that i didn't have a prayer life not that god didn't answer some prayers but it was so shallow if you will because when we don't seek god and we just assume we know things or you know it's kind of like if anybody was standing up here teaching if you assumed you knew more than the person teaching then you wouldn't get anything out of the message right but the good news is you don't because we're counting on god to teach there's a lot of things you probably know more than me but you don't know even a little bit of what god knows and that's who we're counting on today amen but but when you begin to get the spirit of a thing then then god begins to show us a better way a higher way amen you know when he said my ways are higher than your ways he was he wasn't just speaking. He, 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 his ways are higher. Yeah. And, and with prayer, we can go to levels that we haven't gone to yet. Because we have, you know, uh, one of the ways Brother Hagin pu- puts it, he said, you can be playing baseball with football rules and it doesn't work very good. Well, there, there, are, there are steps and orderly manners and things that God's asked us to do in prayer that change our prayer life. Amen. But the first thing you got to get is that he has a desire, a very strong desire for his people to be prayers, strong prayers. Amen. Not not just not just every now and then prayers, but every time prayer is what is needed, we're the first ones up to the plate. Amen. We're the first ones there being led to know how to pray. Not, not just praying. You know, everybody just starts praying. I remember when we first started out and doing things in Bible studies and other things. Man, we said, yeah, let's just pray. We just grab hands. Man, we prayed all kinds of things. Not a lot of them happened, but we sure prayed a lot of things. Right? Man, we felt really good after we prayed too. Huh? Why? Because we prayed. You can do anything religiously, right? And, it, and it'll make your, your, your conscious feel better for a minute but if and as long as you don't look back and say well now wait a second we prayed and nothing really happened then as long as you don't look at that it, you won't ever feel bad about it but if you really want to look at it and not feel bad about it but change it that's what we're looking for and so when you begin to dig in to the things of god and you learn about the importance of praying in the spirit then then you start refusing to let the enemy keep you from praying in tongues. That there are people all over the place in, in this church. Uh, Brother Moore had years where he couldn't speak, didn't speak in tongues because of religion and other things. And so it's not uncommon, but it's the enemy. Why? Because he doesn't want you to do it. Because it is so valuable that he does, and that's why he's built controversy around it. And that's why he's built controversy around faith. Why? Because when you pray in faith, things happen. He doesn't want you praying in faith. When, when, when you start learning the rules of prayer, if you will, and, and I don't necessarily like to call it, call it that because God gives you direction and he says, do it this way and it'll be good. Right? And, and that's how we should look at it. It's like he's telling you to cook something. He says, well, cook it just like this and it will be fabulous. And then it is. Amen? 
And so, yes, he has rules, but his rules are not grievous. They're not burdensome. They're easy and, and they're better, right? And, you know, so many things that you thought you did good, you put God in them, right? You let him lead them and they'll be amazing. Amen? Now, uh, I'll give you, for instance, how many people have been coming in here to Wednesday night prayer, whether it's been from Florida or here? It's been good lately, hasn't it? Why? Because we're coming to a higher level, right? We, our, our prayer is gaining traction and value. We're not just coming to fill a Wednesday night. We believe that he's going to help our nation. We believe that he's going to, to, to work within the church. We believe that the things we're praying, that he's working in them and on them, and good things are happening. Amen? And, and as our faith rises and our, and our asks and our desires get bigger, why? Because our faith's rising. And we say, we can ask anything. Right? Isn't that what he said? And that's where we're starting, right? I didn't even give you a verse, did I? We're starting in 1 John. 1 John 5, like we're kind of where we've started before. But, but when we ask anything according to his will, that, that when we ask that, we, we've got this confidence that not only have we asked it, that the person of God that we ask it to, our Father God, heard what we ask, and we have the confidence that we'll have the things we ask. And, and this, this is important because, you know, so many people, they say, well, yeah, we know the will of God. We got people sitting in this church, this, this church, out there on the Internet, and they'd say, yeah, we know the very will of God concerning all these things. If we do, according to this verse, if we know the will of God and we pray and we ask, we should have everything every time we ask for it. Right? Now, I'm going to tell you, I haven't seen that happen exactly yet. I th- it's happening a, good, a, lot of, a good amount of time, right? I'm being nice, right? But not enough. Not enough. We need to come to the place where it's not okay for it not to happen. Amen? And, and it starts with us believing God and knowing His will. Not just seeing His will. Not just seeing that by whose stripes ye were healed. Not just seeing if you're sick, call upon the elders of the church and lay hands on you. Prayer of faith will save the sick. Not just seeing that. Knowing that's His will. Amen? Knowing without a doubt that if you ask Him according to that will, that not only can it happen, it is going to happen. It is a must. Right? Because he didn't pull any punches. He said, if you do it this way, you shall have what you ask for. Right? Now, now let's, let's look at it just a little bit. It says, and this is the confidence that we have. Right? No, it's the confidence that we have in him. Without Jesus, without Christ, we have no confidence. The verse above it, he talks about believing in the Son of God. And this is your confidence because you believe in the Son of God. Because you believe in the Son of God, you have a right to know the will of God. Why? Because you're now a son of God. So you can know the very will of your Father without any reservation. Everything that He desires, you can know. The very heart of God is at our disposal, if you will. We, we, we can come to Him, and if we don't know, it's okay. If, if you don't know the will of God concerning the situation you're in, He'll show you. That's called being led in prayer. That's when you say, Lord, I, I don't know. I know I need a scripture, right? Number one rule for prayer. Got to have word. Got to have some word. Not just have it, not just know it, not just be able to quote it. Have it right here. Have it where... In a, in a, it, when the devil comes up to you and says this ain't going to work, th- that word's so big in your heart that you can't even hear him. Right? Because you're too busy believing this word for, to hear his noise. Right? And when you look around and you see problem, you oh, no, don't look at that. There's Jesus. 
Right? You don't, you, you're, you're so grounded in what He's shown you that there's no way you're getting away from it. Your eyes are on Him and they're on what He said and that's your Scripture. And that's, you, that, you know, we talked about it probably, I don't know, first or second time we talked about prayer. Got to have it. If you didn't hear Brother Moore's message on Sunday, and even if you did, you need to listen to it. Um, I, I listened to it again this week, and I was like, oh, man, I thought I was sitting right in the front row. You, you know what? There was just so much there. I couldn't eat everything on my plate. So I had to go back and warm it up and have it again. But it was on the, the Word of God and its value and, and the reality of God and His Word. And, and we don't want to get away from that because that's the only way you'll believe His will. Because His will is too good to be true. Right? Because people say, well, you mean to tell me, Dave, that... If I just believe 1 Peter 2.24 says, By whose stripes you were healed, that I can, I can be healed? Yes. You're not, you're not asking me. You're asking the Word of God. And He says, yes. He put it in there. It's truth and it's His will. And if we ask for that verse to come to pass in our life according to His will, we'll have those things that we ask for, of Him. Amen? And, and this it's important because it's not just enough to ask and know that it's in here. You want it to come out of here and bring it into here, right? And you're not looking for something. You know, a lot of people, they believe something and then they look for something to help their belief. What we're doing is we're looking for the thing that forms our belief. The Word of God forms our belief. It doesn't confirm our belief. It is our belief. Amen? And, and, and that's important because people that, people that get off on the will of God, that get off from knowing the true will of God or looking for the will of God, they get off because the devil will confuse them because they have a belief and they're trying to make the Word of God prove their belief and that's not what you do you take the word of god and then now you have a belief before you had the word of god you didn't have a belief you had an unbelief right <laughs> or a bad belief i don't know what you want to call it right you know that's one thing that brother moore said years ago and i know he said it several times but this is when i first started doing hospital visits for him he, you know, when you go to the hospital, a lot of people say, yeah, we're believing for a good report, believing for a good report. You already have a good report, right? We don't, we're not believing for a good report. We have a good report. And see, that, that show, those kind of things right there show how we can get shifted just a little bit sideways knowing the will of God. The will of God is that you had a report before their report even came, and it trumps their report, Right? And it's time, once you, once you have that report, it's time for you to pray according to that report. Right? Ask according to that report. And then listen to the leading of the Lord. After you've asked according to that, listen to the leading of the Lord. Okay, Lord, this is what your word says. How do I go about it? Your word says I'm healed. I receive it. Now, what do I do next? You know, a lot of people say, well, you just be healed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, according to your faith, be it unto you, right? It's, it's going to be the direction the Lord says next. A lot of people say, well, I believe what I believe, and I'm in faith, I'm in faith, I'm in faith. You can say that a billion times, and all that's proven is that you're not in faith, right? People that have to scream they're in faith are absolutely not in faith. You know how I know? I've done it. I've done it. If I have to tell somebody I'm in faith, I'm absolutely not in faith. Because if I'm in faith, I already have what I've asked for. I don't need to tell somebody I'm in faith. Right? God's a good God. He wants us to have these things, but He wants us to get our hearts where he can, we can receive at the highest level. This verse is receiving at the highest level. When you, when you go to receiving according to the will of God, 
your asks, if you will, your desire. That word ask means your desire. Your desire of him. That's a big difference. So let's look, let's look at that real quick. It says, and, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, and, and if we know that he hears us, first of all, you've got to have faith that he is and that he's good. Right? And he hears us. Whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Petitions means ask. Desired means ask. But the reason I like the word desired is because it, 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 it has the word crave in it. And, and then you've got to put of him at the end of it. In other words, I crave my answer from him. I'm not looking for an answer somewhere else. I'm not looking to ask someone else. I'm not going another direction. And when he, that's what he's saying. I want you to ask of me. I, I don't want you to ask other people. I don't want you to get other opinions. I don't want you to find other will. I want you to ask me. If you'll ask me, ask of me. If you'll desire of me, crave my answers. Right? Because when you crave his answers, you're looking for him to be glorified. Right? It's not, now, now I didn't just get healed. The God of the universe, my Father, through Jesus Christ, my healer, has kept me, has healed me, has restored me. Amen? It's not just, yeah, I got better. No, that's not enough. That's not enough. When we're seeking an answer from Him, we're finding His will in the Word, right? And we're believing that will, and we're praying according to that will. Amen? Let me read you a story from Brother Hagin. Really short one. We may read more than one. I like them. You guys like them? I like them. We'll look at them. This is about praying the will of God, if you will. He said, I was preaching in Houston once when a preacher friend of mine came over and he said he wanted me to agree with him about a condition he had, which was high blood pressure. So we joined hands and agreed Sometime later, I was in church and, and was using the scripture in Matthew eighteen nineteen that if two of you shall agree on earth as to touching anything that they shall ask, and that's the same word, by the way, that they shall desire of me, okay? This is important when you see those things, you desire of me. It shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. This friend of mine testified how he agreed with me and had gone home feeling terrible. He'd gone home feeling terrible because his blood pressure was up. And the devil had told him he wasn't going to get his healing. But he said that every time the devil bothered him, he would say, it is written. It is written. What, what was he standing on? The will of God. The word of God and the will of God. The will of God to heal, the word of God to pray. Amen. And because he stood on those things, he said, he said, it is written. And he also confessed that if, if two shall agree on earth about anything, it shall be done for them. And he said, after he fought it like that for three nights, all the symptoms left and he won the victory. Glory to God. And it's important to see that because, first of all, he fought it for three nights. You know, people say, well, if you ask, you should just have it. You know what? There'd be some people in here to say three nights. Wow, that's really quick. There'd be other people in here to say, well, we shouldn't have to wait three nights. It, you got to do what you do. It, you fight until you win. It, that's, that's, what, that's where we miss it in prayer. If we've got the will of God, we fight until we win. It's, it's not an and or situ, you know, compromise. It, it's not where we say, well, and see, this is where we get off on the religious ideas. Well, maybe it's not his will. Because the devil starts, you know, about the second day, you know, hey, you prayed and you didn't get it. Must not be his will for you. Right? And all, all of a sudden you find yourself compromising the, the, the will of God. You're, 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 you're going crosswise to it. You're actually taking sides with the devil when you, when, when you say that. So you don't say that. Even if your mind thinks it, don't say it. Right? Tell your mind to shut up. Because you're going, you're going sideways with the word. And you don't want to get sideways with the word. Right? The word's true. Right? Healing is ours 
whether you, you or I ever get healed. Because it wasn't our healing that proved it. It was His stripes. Right? It was His Word. It was His will that proved it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what we've experienced, what we've held on to, what we've not held on to, where we've been, where we're going. The Word of God has to become that place where you are, won't, just won't budge. And that, that's what I'm seeing more and more as we look at prayer. We have to be prayers that just won't budge. Once we know the will of God, we just won't budge. Now, don't get me wrong. Once you know the will of God and, and you pray according to the word of God, you need to be led by God. Right? You got, I, got, I, I know several people, and I don't want to say this wrong, but I know several people that would have screamed that they were in faith that have went to this church in the past. And they're not here anymore. They're, not, they're, they're in a heavenly church, I'm sure, because that's, where, that's what happened. They took it to the point. <laughs> you say, well, Dave, I thought you said if we pray anything. Yes, if we pray anything according to his will, right? We shall have those if we know that he hears us, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it, you got you to stay within the rules. And you got you got to listen to God after that. Yeah. You got to listen to God. He's gonna He's gonna give you some direction. Why? He knows where you're at. He knows where you're at. He knows where your heart is. He knows where you can get to. You know, I know we had people that thought when Kim went through cancer treatment, what three years ago now? It's just going by like it's in the rearview mirror, like Brother Moore said, right? <laughs> when she, everybody was like, "Well, why didn't you just pray and get healed?" We did pray, we did receive healing, and then we received direction. And we got healing. Why? Because we received direction and we followed it. Did you know not believing is not faith? You can say, well, I just don't believe that. Well, that doesn't matter, that's not faith. It's what you believe that gets you to the next step. It's where you believe, it's, it's who you believe, it's the word you believe. Amen? And where we're at is where we pray from, and we, that's why we need to get into this Word, and we want to know His will. We want to know His will. And you know what? There are people that will just get healed just like that, and that's awesome. But you know what? Healing is healing. You know, Asa, he went to the doctor. He just didn't seek God first. God didn't say he was wrong for seeking the doctor. He said he was wrong for not seeking Him. Amen? If, if we just examine ourselves for a minute, we'll know right where we are. We'll know right where to stand. We'll know right what, what to, to lean on God for. Because He knows our frame. He knows our heart. And He knows where you're at. And, and we're growing. Glory to God. We're growing. We're growing and, and we're going to see the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit and the healings and the miracles. And we're going to see them. Right? Because it's His will. And, and we want to see Him. And, and, but but we, want to, we want to get in and follow God. You want to follow God in the Scriptures. You want to follow God in prayer. You want to follow God in your life. Once you leave prayer, then the next step, it's, it's, you know what? You still got to listen. Okay, God, I know I'm healed. Is there something you need me to do? And He may say, you know what? need you to stand and not do one more thing because you're getting ready to see it i was listening to a testimony from a a guy that um actually my brother was telling me the testimony and he had went through some stuff and god had told him in the beginning now if god tells you something in the beginning what do you got you got a word from god you got something and you know what he'll do that for every person he told us in the beginning before we ever went through a thing, he told us in the beginning. And you know what? I never had a doubt in my heart after that. Once I got a word, I never, you know, I'm sure that the, that the, the devil's trying to get Kim to believe something else. But for me, it settled it. And it was easier for me. I wasn't, I was just the one holding her hand. Right? But it settled it for me. And it settled it for her too. And it gave us always something to say it is written. Right? Oh, maybe, devil, you didn't know that God said. 
I know what you're saying, but, but God said this, right? And you got a word from God. And now you've got his will because you got his word, you got his will. Once you got his word and you got his will, you got something to stand on. And now your desire needs to turn totally to him. And you need to quit because the next thing, the devil, he'll try to get you other options. Well, you could do this, you could do that. Because you know what? If you're going through a doctor, you still need to be listening to God because they'll tell, they'll tell you and ask you to do things that God doesn't want you to do. You know, they'd say, well, we're going to do this with you. And we'd say, okay, that seems right. And they'd say, okay, we're going to do this. And they got to some things where they said, we're going to do this. And we said, no, we're not going to do that. We're, 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 we're thankful that you offered it, but we're not going to do that. Right? And, and it was right. We, we weren't doing it out of pride. We were doing it out of listening. <clears throat> These are important things. Amen? Because if we ask anything according to his will then we know that we have the things we've desired of him. We've got exactly what we desired, right? So people say, well, the doctors do it. Doctors don't heal people. God does. Doctors get a grace to do things, and you pray that that grace do its best work through them, right? And you believe, because I don't know about you guys, unless you're a heart surgeon in here, I don't want to do heart surgery. (laughs) Not interested, Right? I don't even want to learn how to do it and do it. Not just not interested. There are people graced to do these things. Amen? And they're graced to do it. And and God uses them, right, to help people. There are some people that aren't going to believe anything. This is their mercy. Amen? And we chose to believe in God working that direction because that's what he told us to do. Amen? Glory to God. That's all I'm going to say about that. I don't know how we got that far off on that because that ain't even in my notes. Thank you, Lord. And this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, the, the, the preacher in Houston that Brother Hagen was talking about, they ask, and then he went and he fought the good fight of faith. Right? He fought the good fight of faith. How do you know you fought the good fight? Because you won. Right? <laughs> That, that's the good fight of faith. The, if the good fight of faith is the one you win. Because if you didn't win, you didn't fight the good fight of faith. And you may say you did, but you didn't. And, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but you didn't. I can hurt my own feelings because I've done that. And God later said, you didn't. And I said, well, God, you're always right, so I need to just say I was wrong. Right? Otherwise, I'm just going to argue with God. Amen? And I don't want to do that. Thank you, Lord. But we get that word, that, that, the word of God, his will in us. Right? Isn't that what Jesus said in John? He said, he said if you abide in me and my word abide in you, ask, desire of me what you will. Desire of me. And, and I think I can't stress that enough. Desire of me. Desire of God. Ask God. Don't, don't ask other people. You know, it's kind of like in uh, James where it says, is any afflicted among you, let him pray. Yeah. Well, they, people won't read that verse and pray. They'll read that verse and call a thousand people to pray. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what the verse says. The implications are you pray, right? <laughs> pray for yourself. Pray on your own. In other words, you have your own very own personal relationship with the Father God. Take the time to pray. Amen? Because, you know, we, we get off on these things where, where, where we... How many people does it take for me to get my finances in order? How many people will I need to pray? Because I'll need to call enough people to pray. See, that, that is a religious response to something... That, that, it, that the devil loves because if he can get you to believe it's that prayer in numbers is the answer to your problem, then, then you're, you've already lost because there's no faith in that. Because you'll get a thousand and it still hasn't happened. You'll say, well, I need one more. One more. And you got people that say, well, I did that and it worked. God's merciful. And one of those 1,000 people prayed in faith. <laughs> Yeah, and God's done some things for lots of... He's done some things for me that 
He's just, he is good and merciful. But, but what he wants us to do is grow up. He wants us to grow up and pray in such a way that when we're done praying, we have what we've prayed about. Right? And, and, and the way you do that is just what Jesus said. You abide in the word. The word abides in you. You ask according to the word. Why? Because the word's abiding in you and you're abiding. You don't have another option. People that are abiding in the word ask according to the word. You know, and if, again, people say, well, I'm in the word and the word's in me and I ask and it didn't happen. Your statement alone just proved you wrong. <laughs> so many times we give ourselves away. How do I know? I've done all these mess ups, guys. I've done, I've done them all. And, and, and you know, I, I've said things like, God, I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed and it's just not working. And you know what? Everything I said was truth in my life now. Because I had prayed and I had prayed and it wasn't working. Why? Because I'm speaking it into existence. Anything I would have just prayed, I nullified with my dumb mouth. Right? That's not the answer to prayer. Amen? If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. Why will you ask what you will? Because if you abide in him and his word abides in you, you'll only ask according to his will. Amen? And it will be done to you. It will be done unto you. Amen? Knowing the will of God is, is well, how did the, um, Christ the healer, Bosworth, how did he say it? Faith begins where the will of God is known. And that is truth. Faith begins where the will of God, because why? Because you got the will from his word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing from, by the Word of God, right? And so the, the devil wants to confuse that, and he wants people to believe there, there's, there's other ways. And that's, that's, that's when we get to looking every way. That, that's, what, that's what happened to Peter. He looked every way when he had the way. He had one way. And, and when we get divided like that, we get confused, and, and we begin to step off of God's will and start looking for another way. Right? Because you can either walk on the water or you can drown in the water. And right? Or you can call and say, Jesus saved me. I was not smart. And Jesus will save you. Right? Because he's merciful. But you still weren't walking on the water anymore. Why? Because you quit. What if, what if the man in Houston would have went home, prayed one night, fought it one night, fought with all his might like he did for one night? And, you know, so many of the times we do this. I mean, we, we, we get resolve and, and we're like, we're doing this. Lord, we see what you're saying and we're doing it. And then the problem over here and the bill collector over here and the doctor's report over here and, and everything starts closing in. And instead of saying it is written, we say, oh, my gosh, what was I thinking? Right? And then later we say, well, God, I prayed, and it didn't work. And it's just kind of like Daniel. What if Daniel would have got up? Remember we talked about Daniel like the first week or so I talked about prayer where God told him, he said, the day you prayed, I came. I, I, I answered your prayer the very day you prayed. But the answer didn't get there for several days. Had Daniel quit, which he did not, the answer would have never come. Had this man quit after the first day, he would have still had high blood pressure years later but instead he didn't because he didn't quit amen but but he was he had a word from god he had an agreement in prayer so he had a prayer that worked right the prayer according to scripture according to god's will and he stood and he fought it the good fight of faith right for three days and he received according to that. And, and, and so many times we get off wondering. Uh, well, here, here's, here's, the, here's the next way we get off. We get off looking to see if it's God's will by what we prayed. Right? So once we pray, we wait to see what happens to decide what God's will was. Anybody ever done that? And then you walk away and say, hmm, I prayed and... I guess it just wasn't God's will today. 
Let me, let me read you another story. Read you another story. Because th- this doesn't just happen to, to denominational people. This happens to every people that, that won't watch it. Amen? Amen. Um, I'll start here. It says, Some have supposed that you find the will of God this way. A lady member of my own church. This is Brother Hagen talking. Let me get these back because this is small. Oh, that's good. A lady member of my own congregation years ago when I pastored was ill. She was one of my Sunday school teachers, and her husband called for me in the night to come pray for her and anoint her with oil and lay hands upon her. And the the Bible says, Is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. If he shall have committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. Acting on James 5.14, we went to this house knowing that you find out about people by what they say and knowing that faith must be expressed in a confession. The Bible says with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I wanted to get a confession from this woman and find out what she believed. Even though she was a member of my congregation, a Sunday school teacher, and her husband was a deacon in my church, I said to her as I stood by her bedside with the top, of my bo- the top of my oil bottle just about to anoint her, Sister, will you be healed now as I anoint you with oil and lay hands upon you in the name of Jesus? And she said, Well, if it's his will. Huh? This was a member of Brother Hagen's congregation. You know, we got to watch saying stuff like that could never happen to me. You know, sometimes it happens and you don't even know it. Because if you're waiting to be healed or to see if you're healed after the prayer, then you're, que- then you're waiting to see what his will was, even though you read his will before the prayer. Right? And people say, well, no, I know his will. I know his will. But, but she just happened to say what a lot of people are thinking. You know, a lot, and a lot of times you can say right words. You know, we're really good especially Word of Faith people, they're really good at having that right Scripture at the right time. But it's not the Scripture you have. It's the Scripture you know. It's the one that's in your heart. It's the one you won't let go of. It's the Word of God for you. Amen? And, and, and you could be a Sunday school teacher. You could be a prominent member in any Word of Faith, whatever kind of church you want to talk about and say this very thing or imply it. Amen? This is what we want to get away from. We want, if somebody's coming to pray for us, if we're having healing lines, we want to be ready. We want to have already received what you're getting ready to have a hand laid on you about. Amen? It's not, you're not waiting to, you're not waiting by faith you're standing in that line knowing that the will of God is for you to be healed and according to his word and, and our, our agreement in that faith together, you're about to receive. Right? And what did we talk about with the ball last week? You need your hands out. Right? It's time to have your hands out because something's coming. And you're going to leave those hands out whether it takes three days, three minutes, three years, three weeks, whatever it takes, you're going to have your hands out. Because the minute you let them down, the ball's going to hit you in the head. Because God's answering. It says that if we ask according to His will, He's answering. The end. It's not, it's not that, can be, that cannot be in question. And, and this lady, she said, if it be His will. And Brother Hagin said, how are you going to find out? You know, that would be your next question. How are you going to find out or know whether it's His will to heal you or not? And she said, well, I thought you would pray. And so what she's waiting for is His prayer to decide whether it's God's will. You pray after you know the will of God. You don't have any faith until you know the will of God. And not just know what's in the book, know it's yours. Know it's yours. 
You know, very few people would be talked out of their salvation because they do not want to go to hell. But you can talk millions out of healing. You can. But I'll guarantee you, I don't care how bad you've been. If you confess Jesus as Lord and somebody says you're going to heaven, you say, oh, man, I'm not going to hell. Right? You'll, you'll fight for your right to go to heaven. Well, I, I, would, I did it for a long time. I lived like hell and headed towards heaven. I don't know if I'd ever made it. I'm thankful that I turned the corner for good one day, said I'm not heading for hell anymore. But, but too many people will compromise every other thing that, that God wants for them and, and forget. Look at, look, look at the verse that, says, that talks about fighting the good fight of faith. It says, fight the good fight of faith. It's in 1 Timothy 6.12. Lay hold on eternal life. What's he saying? Fight the good fight of faith and lay hold of everything that Jesus had for you, that bought and paid for you right here, right now. He's not saying lay hold of heaven. He's saying lay hold of eternal life. You already have it. Every person that's ever been saved, the minute you were saved, you got everlasting eternal life in you. And you have things that Jesus bought and paid for that are at your beck and call. Right? Walk in them, live in them, have them, but it's going to take a fight many times. Not because they're not true, but because you're human. Right? But the more you'll get your human out of the way, the less time you'll spend trying to get what's true and what's ours. Lay hold of eternal life whereunto you are called. We're called to have life the God kind of life, operating in and out of our body at all times. We're called to it. You're called to be blessed. You're called to be healed. You're called to be prosperous. You're called. You're called by God to be joyful when everyone else is sad. You're called by God, right, to have peace when everybody else is running around screaming and they don't know what's going on and they look at you and you're like, my God's got this. I gave it to him, so I know he's got it, right? When we talk about that last week, we cast that off. We don't take on that care. Amen? Because we don't have to. We're fighting the good fight of faith. We're called, and, and, and not only were we called, you professed a good profession. You, you confessed it. In other words, fight the faith that will get what you professed and get what you're supposed to have. Everything you said is what you're supposed to have. Fight the fight until you got it. Whatever that fight takes, whichever turn, whichever direction, whoever God wants you involved with in getting that direction, get in there and do it. Listen to your leaders at that point. We sure did, and I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did. I know there were days in the middle of it that Tim probably think, man, this, this ain't no fun. But you know what? We had peace. We had peace. And we, had, we, we, we knew that we knew that we had prayed, asked, and agreed. We had his will. We had his way. We had his will. Now we had his way. Right? And we followed it. And there she is. Amen? Thank you, Lord. People say, well, it just really wasn't that bad. Don't know, I don't know how bad it was because I had peace. <laughs> it, it, it's only as bad as you make it to be, right? Or as the devil can make you make it to be. You know, people that are in heaven, they're not screaming about what happened on earth. Right? I mean, the end result is if, if you died trying to be in faith, when you got to heaven, you saw Jesus, you saw the Father, and guess what? You didn't say, oh, God, send me back. I just didn't do it right. I'm so sorry. I don't deserve to be here. I should have been this and this. No, you're shouting the victory. Why? Because you want it now. You may be early, but the party's still going. Amen? We don't ever want to get in condemnation about what did or didn't happen. We want to move on. 
You know, Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind. You know what he's forgetting? All those things that I just didn't quite do right. Right? And I'm pressing on towards the call. Towards the call. What call? The call to eternal life. The call to believe my profession. The call to lay hold and fight the good fight of faith. The call to pray and pray for the... He prayed for the churches. Man, what if Paul would have got so condemned? He said, I know you guys are out there on your own, but I just can't pray anymore. I had people thrown in jail and killed. and I don't even know why God took me on. God said, quit thinking that way. My grace is sufficient. And Paul went on and he moved on and he prayed and he started churches and we are a remnant of what he started. Amen. Amen. We're still moving on. We're still moving on. Thank you, Lord. We are a result of Paul's prayers. We are a result of Jesus' prayer in John 19 or 17. We're the result of the very prayers of the master, the head of the church, and, and, and the man God used to pen the New Testament, basically. That's the power of prayer. We can make that kind of we can make that kind of power available today. You know, I was I was listening to a story by Brother Hagen about a lady that was in a wheelchair, and and they brought her in, and and they prayed. It wasn't just him; it was him and some others. And they prayed, and the power of God lifted her up out of the wheelchair. She was out of she was not on her feet. She was actually up, sitting in the air, huh? And instead of putting her feet down, she reached back and grabbed the wheelchair. How much power? It's not about the power. You got to add your faith to the power. You got to believe in the will of God for your healing. And actually, in his story, she actually was in that wheelchair until she left the earth. Right? And, and it's yeah, it's sad, but she's not sad now. She's in heaven again. Again, we've all missed it, and we could have missed it just like that. Right? I'll guarantee you, we've been in places where the power of God was so strong, everybody around... Think about Brother Moore when he was preaching, when he was believing to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He's standing there calling on God and praying to get the Holy Spirit. And people are dropping because the power is so strong around him. Right? But he still didn't receive at that point. He did later. But it does, it's, it's not just the power of God. It's according to our faith mixed with that power of God. That's why it says you got to know the will of God and, and then you got to believe it. you gotta, you got to know that He hears you when you pray. you got to know that you have what you ask according to His will. It's growing up and maturing in prayer, in, 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 in your personal prayer life. Um, we want to get to the place to where we don't just fly off the handle and pray about anything the way we want to pray about it, but we go and we seek the Lord and we find His will you know, somebody says, will you pray for me? You say, yeah, let me, let me find his will concerning that. And if they're saying pray for healing, you've got all kinds of will. And you say, what you, what you, what's God telling you? Where's your scripture? You know, that's Mrs. Moore is big on that. You know, don't ask her to pray and don't have a scripture. Because if you do, she'll say, you need to go find some scriptures. Right? Not just find them and write them down. Get them in your heart. The, the key to that word is do you have it fixed in your heart, fixed in your mind, to where no matter what's going on out here, it's so strong in you that you won't believe anything else. Because we're apt. He didn't say be diligent to do this for no reason. He said be diligent to do this because as humans we're apt to not. Amen? But through the Spirit of God we have the ability to. Glory to God. Did I read the whole story? Let me, let me read the last paragraph just because Brother Hagin's funny. She said, she said, he, said, he said, how are you going to find out or know? How are you going to find out or know what the will of God is, whether it's his will to heal you or not? And she said, well, I thought you would pray. He said, it's amazing to me how people, Sunday school teachers especially, who, who, who should be a little more Bible conscious than others can sit in services week after week and hear faith taught and not grasp it. I taught as a pastor, 
something, if I taught as a pastor, something else besides faith, but I taught a great deal. Oh, I taught as a pastor other things besides faith, but I taught a great deal on faith. Still, some didn't comprehend it. What the Word says, the Bible, much of the time, just runs off people's people like water off a duck's back. There's Brother Hagin saying. They sit there and they say, oh, I enjoy good preaching and Bible teaching. No one enjoys it more than me. Huh? I sure do love it. And, you know, we hear that all the time. And I'm thankful for Faith for Life classes for that reason because what you learn in here, you go and talk about in there. But the other thing is I realized when I was reading that because I did a little test on myself, I, I tried to remember what Brother Moore's message was on Sunday. Huh? And I remember pieces of it. Pieces of it. That's not good enough. That was rich. That was rich. And everything I didn't remember, I wouldn't have. How many times do you need to listen to it? Till you get it. Till you got it. Till you're going with it. Till it's your work. Till it's yours. Until you can preach the same message the same way he did with the same heart. Because this is the Word of God concerning us. Thank you, Lord. And, and, and it is, it, it, you know, people say, well, I know the will of God, so I would have got that. You know what? Do you? Have you ever had hands laid on you and walked away not healed? Right? They did a test. Uh, brother, again, Brother Hagen, he was talking about a, I think it was back in the 40s or 50s, and he said they had a bit, Oral Roberts had a great big healing meeting in, in a place. And after the meeting, they sent out cards to ask people if they got healed and, you know, are they still healed. And there were people, there were denominational people, young Christians that really didn't know much about healing. And there were people that grew up in the Word of Faith and knew a lot about healing. And out of the people that grew up in the Word of Faith, I think he said three out of ten were healed. Huh? And... I think it was one of one out of every three of those, or one out of every six, six of them, I think, kept their healing. It was it was really low number. And out of the people that didn't know anything, right, <laughs> the ones that aren't supposed to get healed, right, <laughs> they seventy percent of them were healed, and almost all of them were still healed. When they, got, when they got that letter or that card. Why? Why is that? Because we're, we get uppity. We get uppity. You know, sometimes, one, one way to not know the will of God is to believe you know too much about the will of God. Right? You say stuff like, well, if that happened to me, I'd just do this. Well, <laughs> you don't know what you would do, first of all, because it didn't happen to you. Right? I remember when I was a young Christian and I, had, and I heard people that, you know, just started teaching Bible studies and we weren't all that smart. We, we did some pretty crazy things, right? And we probably didn't make God look the best all the time. But, you know, when Ramsey was three, when we took her places, she didn't make us look the best all the time, <laughs> right? And, and so, you know, she, as she's grown up, she makes us look better when we take her places. But... But we didn't do everything right, and, and we would do things just like that. And, you know, at that point, somebody would say, well, what, what do we do if somebody uh, says, we got, we got a sickness or disease? I said, well, I'll tell you what I'd do, and I voiced my whole opinion, right? But the truth is, I don't know what I'd do. I'm not dealing with it. And for, for faith people to react that way, you don't know the will of God because the first will of God is that we love one another. And love wouldn't do that. Love wouldn't do that. Love wouldn't scream at you and tell you what you should believe or what you don't believe. Right? It would try to help you right where you're at. And don't get me wrong. Again, we were two and three-year-old. We, we probably shouldn't even be teaching Bible studies, but God's merciful. Right? <laughs> you know, we did. A lot of people that learned about the goodness of God, so he used it for years. And, and we love people. We just didn't know how to love them completely. Amen? And, and it's important that, that we as Christians... I don't want to be 30 percenters. You guys okay to be 30 percenters? 
when we pray, we want to get results and we want them to remain. Amen? When we ask, we want to know the will of God. We want to hold on to the word that goes with that will. And we want to receive the very thing that he asked us, to, that we ask him to have. Knowing that it makes him happy. Knowing that it makes him happy. And you might be sitting in here just saying, so I've been praying about this one thing for, for, for years and years and it still hasn't happened. Guess what? It can all change tonight. Just tweak yourself just that much. And say, you know, maybe I'm not doing it all right. Maybe I could do something different. Maybe I haven't looked at what God's will and gotten it in my heart the way it is. Maybe I've been questioning God's will. Right? People say, no, not me. You're going to have to be humble at some point. Because if you were doing it all right, you'd be all right. right? It's real simple. If you do it all right, you'll be all right. We can always do more. We can always grow up. We can walk in more love. We can do more. We, we can, maybe you're just focusing on the... If there's a thousand things that the enemy will try to get you to do to distract you off what's true. The last thing he wants you to do is hook on to the truth and hold on to it with all your might. Grab hold of it like a pit bull on a piece of turkey and, and refuse to let, let it go. I better not... You can't, dogs can't eat turkey, can they? Uh, right in the bone that uh, not a vet hold on hold on God's got a better way amen? amen we can know the will of God we can do the will of God we can pray the very will of God and if we'll pray the will of God amen then we'll have the things that we ask of him if we refuse to, to, to not compromise what he's shown us, what he's put in us. If we refuse, if we're praying about blood pressure, then you need to receive just like that guy did. You've got to be unwilling. And, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, don't, I don't want 100 people out here going and throwing their blood pressure medicine away. That, that's not faith unless God told you to throw it away. And I'm not God, I'm Dave, and I, and I, told, and I didn't tell you to throw it away. I told you to trust God, get his will, and then, and then get his way. Amen? He's got a way. Stand up with me. Let's do some praying. I could go further, but I think it's time to do some praying. You know what? We've we still got to pray for the churches and the we still got to pray our Ephesians prayers, right? And I added a Colossians prayer tonight. Yeah, just because I wanted to. I read it and I liked it and I thought, I'm going to put that in there too. Plus, it, it has everything to do with what we're talking about tonight because it says that we ask, the, we ask that we would be filled with the knowledge of your will. And, and that would be our prayer tonight, that every one of us listening by Internet in Sarasota here in Branson, that we would be filled with the knowledge of his will that we would be filled to to a place to no matter what came against us we knew his will we knew how to pray and we asked and believed amen and and we refuse to let that go no matter what amen thank you lord thank you lord let's just pray that prayer let's just pray that prayer together bow your heads Close your eyes. Let's pray that together. Pray it after me. Lord, we ask that that we would be filled with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we would walk worthy of you and be pleasing to you, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in our knowledge of you that we would be strengthened with all might according to your glorious power unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness giving thanks unto you who has made us 
made us able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light and have delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your will. Lord, we know your will concerning us, concerning our salvation. We have confessed the good confession of Jesus Christ as Lord and believed in our hearts that you've raised him from the dead. And Lord, we purpose by faith that we would not forget your will concerning these things. Because Lord, we know that through this confession of Jesus Christ, we can lay hold on eternal life, life of healing, life of wholeness, life of peace, life of prosperity, the God kind of life, rest restored kind of life. Lord, we know that according to your word, we can have healing in our bodies. If we ask, and it's according to your will, we can have. So we agree together for healing in this room, in Sarasota, over the internet, in people's homes, in other churches, any place where healing is needed. It's your will. There's a way, according to 1 Peter 2.24, your word, by whose stripes we were healed. So we confess it together and we ask you for the manifestation of your will in our lives, in our bodies, from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. We receive the healing necessary to make us whole. To, to show your will, to glorify you, and to be who Christ has made us to be by those stripes. We receive. We have our hands out, our hands of faith, and we will look to you ready to receive what you're giving what you've given, we hold our hands out, we'll not duck, we'll not be distracted, we'll not turn away, we will have those things that we desired of you. We will not look another direction, we'll hear from you, and we'll do everything that you say to do. Thank you, Lord, for healing us, for keeping us, for wholeness, soundness. Lord, we receive it, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. And Lord, we know that Jesus went about doing good, healing all, that were oppressed of the devil. And so, Lord, we pray, according to your will, you do not desire oppression of any kind. So we come against any foothold 
any place that we've given the enemy in our lives, in our minds. Lord, we come against him. We bind him up. We cast him down in the name of Jesus. Our minds are our minds. And you, Satan, have no power nor authority or place anymore. We call ourselves whole. We know it's the will of God. We ask for it. And we receive it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we pray for every person under the sound of my voice that has had difficulty, been lied to concerning the gift of the Spirit, speaking in other tongues. This is a gift from you for us and everyone can have it. And Lord, we refuse to let the enemy stop that anymore. And so tonight, we pray as one together and we ask you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we fully expect, we desire, and we shall speak in other tongues out of our mouth, out of our heart, the very utterance of God. We ask for it, and now we speak in Jesus' name. Soro Brasile Niato Koshote Nasandrosinde Mishiakore Noran Nimashite Isikikaro Noran Noran Bosa Leshne Eske Onambrasitele Norandrasondoste Porandrasindeste 